the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 305 of the Heart of LAFC podcast. For this one, we're going to call it Missing Pieces for very, very obvious reasons after the latest debacle in Pasadena. Of course, we can't get into this without bringing in the crew. We've got Bam, we've got Tony, we've got Araceli, and of course, myself, Joseph Zacker. Bam, how are you doing tonight, sir? I'm good. Sorry I missed the last few episodes, but unfortunately, family comes first. We all know that. And yeah, let's not talk about this game because we know we have to, but <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. Well, you know, they say you learn the most about a team in moments of defeat. We're learning a lot right now, um, a whole, whole lot. And it's it's sobering, I think, is the best way to, to, to sum it up, to know that this team ain't enough. Um, we've, we've come to that point. It ain't enough. Something has to give. Something has to change. People have to come in. You can't spend $20 million on a freaking winger, and every solution can't be a winger. Something's got to be new here. Um, we're there. Uh, I know Tony, he's in the same boat as me. Tony, how are you feeling, sir, after putting in that epic amount of work in the Rose Bowl? What's going on, you guys? I'm doing all right, just kind of trying to process the whole game in general of what we need moving forward um, and just just trying to see what we can learn from this because at the end of the day a loss is better to learn from than a win but this one hurts a lot more and i know it, it hurts for everybody else too haven't we graduated from this type of learning i think that's where i'm feeling it i don't want to learn from these games i want to celebrate enough enough right Araceli, how are you doing i'm actually doing very well um here in town Taylor Swift Madness has finally arrived here. I actually just got back from an event. And, hey, it, it was a good uh, mood booster considering what happened at the Rose Bowl. So, otherwise, I mean, it, it's been one of those weeks is really the best way to put it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've never experienced so many Mondays in a week before, but here we are. Uh, this is, what, Monday number three, it feels like. Yeah, definitely a kick in the gut. Uh, it's rough, but hey, we don't have time to to cry about it. We have a game this weekend, so yes, today we're gonna pre uh, pro preview that match, review the nonsense that occurred. Of course, we're gonna talk about the team, what they need now that the window is open and and moves can happen. Uh, we definitely have to talk about people coming and going and what we should expect in the next few weeks. So yeah, definitely we have a lot to talk about. We got a lot to get real with. And of course, for you, the supporters, we definitely want to hear what you have to say as well and make it as raw as you want to make it. We're not holding back. You want to go crazy with it? Go crazy with it. It's fine. You're supporters. It's what you're supposed to do. You have passion. I wish I saw more from the side on the day because they lacked. But I know you guys have it. So keep it up and keep going with it. We do want to hear from you. Uh, let's run right into it. Let's get into the game itself. Um, you know, I, I kind of wanted to say that we're giving the keys back because it does feel that way after time and again and again. And when you don't respect a rivalry, karma does things like this to you, right? If you can't help but feel like the, the giveaway match that we did at home, kind of lead us into this one as well. Because if you don't respect one, you don't respect any. Uh, and that, here we go, you know, and it, it's really time for these guys to wake up. 
uh, we've had enough. I think everybody's had enough of it. We need to see better. So, all right, let's get into it. Of course, we play the Galaxy. Played them on on Tuesday <laughs> Tuesday night. It's just so weird. Fourth um, of July at the Rose Bowl, iconic venue. Pain in the butt to get in and out of, but there it is. Uh, so much history there. Just another game to throw into it. And of course, this one was a record crowd. The tailgates were epic, guys. I gotta say, um, shuttle bus provided by the club for the for the few that were willing to jump back and forth from BMO was was impressive as well. Not a whole lot of us chose to do that, but it actually paid off because I was done at home by midnight, as was Tony and and uh, yeah, ready to go the next day. While others, I think, were out there till like two a.m. trying to escape that place. So. Yeah, wild situation um, outside of the stadium. Pretty darn cool. Um, good experience inside, of course, different story. Uh, looking into the match and seeing who lined up for this match, of course, both teams showed up with the 4-3-3. We kind of expected that to happen. Um, for the Galaxy, not so surprising, to be honest. I mean, they had Bond in goal. Uh, Leardom and Mavinga were their center backs. Uh, Caligari and Edwards were their outside backs. Again, no surprises. Brugman, Puig, Delgado holding it in the midfield. No surprises there. Boyd, Costa, Judd. Uh, Judd was the one we were thinking about. Is that going to be Jovalich, Judd? Judd won out because Judd's the hot hand right now. So no surprises at all to their lineup. Our lineup, on the other hand, of course, if you were watching and you saw the previews, they were releasing like a 3-4-3, like it's kind of funny now when they release rosters because they don't make any sense. And then when you finally see it, you're like, oh, yeah, it's the 4-3-3. It's what we do. In this case, though, we went a little bit different. We had Maldonado and Chiellini in the middle, as we expect. McCarthy started. Hollingshead was on the left side, as predicted. And Eric Duenas was the one that was platooned to play right back for this game, something we don't normally see from him. But, you know, in the biggest stage and the highest pressure match the club has had in a very long time, why not put a, a young kid in a pressure situation? What could go wrong? Um, and then midfield, of course, was Sanchez, Acosta, and Tillman finally all back together again after a very long wait. Yes. So not a lot of time together in truth, but here they were. Up top, Apoku, Vela, Boanga. Probably your strongest you could possibly get. And there it goes. Of course, as the game played itself out, I will say this straight away. We should have been in the lead. Could have been two within the first 20 minutes. Could have put this thing to bed if people could finish. But that wasn't the story, was it, Tony? And I'll move it over to you for the highlights of the first half because there was only one that really stood out that we all kind of felt, right? Two. Okay, go for it. Two highlights. The first highlight was the uh, draw your own adventure uh, TIFO that Carson did um, for most of you who weren't there at the stadium and didn't see it on the TV on the right hand side the uh, own adventure decided to rip apart and fly and go into the tunnel like it was escaping it and then again it ripped again so that's what happened with their TIFO again the same old, same old, showing off the trophies and showing off the legends at the Rose Bowl, but it goes back to trophies, 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 and nothing creative, nothing exciting, just the same old, same old, which is fine and all, but it kind of gets old and kind of gets stale. But it with that... Designed by their marketing team, right? Exactly. Um, but... Yeah. And, and who steals half their own TIFO? 
I've never seen teams steal their own Tifa before, but it was pretty, pretty amazing that, you know, half of it was on an island. And apparently there were guys on that banner that didn't win a cup, but they were posed next to a cup. Mm -hmm. So busted, man. So busted. Again, resting on their laurels, but we might accuse ourselves of the same at this point with our one star because it, it felt that way too. So go for it, man. Well, at least we're raining and it's relevant. And now in not. this decade. Not pass, but besides the point. <laughs> um, so the game started. We the the intensity was there again, as everyone's been saying, and our seller can attest to this because me and Joseph were, or and Bam can attest to it because me and Joseph were there. They had to drown us out because we were louder than Carson, and Carson had all the weapons to do to try to beat us, and they couldn't. Mind you, we had yeah. like. Yeah, we had a skeleton crew of anything, but our supporters with that skeleton crew outdid their whole fiasco, or as Rich said, seat fillers. <laughs> Such a seat filler situation. Yeah. I mean, it, it's easy. You you could look like you're one of them if you wear a white t-shirt. Exactly. Pretty simple. Yeah, yeah, pretty simple. And and a white t-shirt probably moves better than any of their tifos do. So that too but yeah i gotta say it was funny like we got super limited the biggest flag you could have was on a five foot pole at any time mm -hmm. um drums were limited everything limited it had to be dropped off super early again so you didn't have a show to put on except where the 3252 would always put on a show those guys got everything they could ever dream of and somehow some way they had more people in their supporter section than they've had at any game this season in their own stadium like what is this I have no idea. Where did you cast them? This is new, but that's okay. We'll see if they show up next week, right? I mean, reality is we'll be stronger. We'll be stronger this weekend than we were even in that giant stadium because that's who we are. Again, consistency plays itself out. Enough about the stands, though. What matters most in this match was on the field and getting the job done. And um, that's where we did not get the job done because in the 26th minute, um, Boyd only scores bangers against us. In the 26 minutes, off his right foot shot to the left side of the box, uh, the left side of the box to the right corner, assisted by Pug or Pubes or whatever. Pug or Puke or Punk whatever. or Payaso, whatever you want to call him. Call him. Yeah. Um, assisted by him. And unfortunately, it was a. I don't want to get too hard on him, but Duenas was on the assignment with Boy, and he was getting muscled around. And this is what happens when you kind of mess around and you have limited people on it in general. So um, with that <sighs> happened, we had to battle back into the game. We had many opportunities. And as I've been saying since probably, I would say, after – I think Buwanga's second hat trick or first hat trick of the of the year. I think I've been saying, if not Buwanga, who finishes? And for some reason, no one's been picking this up until recent times, until this month. And now everyone has been noticing, if not Buwanga, then who else? And I've been saying this since yeah. the beginning. And it's, I don't know why we've been overlooking this. But besides the point, going to the half, we're down one nil. It's possible to come back. Yes, it is the home, their home, their former home, where they started everything. But 
there is still opportunity. At least we still have the better players on the field, the better team chemistry on the field. They just unfortunately had the dog in them because moving forward in the 57th minute, that's when we came back. Um, Ilya Sanchez with a header on the left side of the goal, six box yard, assisted by Tillman crossing the four goal. We get back in. This is our opportunity to come back and it put energy back into us, back into the players. And honestly, I thought we were going to go for it, but we could not finish. Miss opportunities by Bwanga, miss opportunities by Vela, Duenas, the whole cast of characters. And what ended up happening is, unfortunately, the 73rd minute. Again, this is where our weakness in defenders, injuries, handling players. Professionalism. Exactly. Um, puke, puke, punk, Biasso, with his speed, <laughs> passes Duenas and right-footed shots to the center of the box at the bottom right corner and assisted by Boyd. And unfortunately, here we go. We're down 2-1 with about 15 minutes left with another extra five more minutes. And there's nothing too exciting. We ended up putting in Buke to see if that could happen. And also seeing the last time we would see Opoku in black and gold because of the news this yeah. morning. So we'll get back to that in a second. Mm-hmm. We had two opportunities. One was called offsides, depending on the camera angle that you watched. Vela was either onsides, but there's multiple angles where he was offside. But yeah. did burn the everybody on the defensive side. So one, two. And then in the final moments, all you had to do was just finesse the freaking shot in in front of the box and we couldn't do that and unfortunately that was the game ended 2-1 Carson celebrates the win as they should survived as they should survive yes they're still in last place yes we're still in third place but Marquee matchup July 4th. It was not what expected. And like the players, even Dolo finally understood the importance of this game and what it meant because they understand they we are the better team. And we've already played a full season, 30 games now, more than anybody else. No excuses at this point in general, but you have to, in this moment, whatever energy you have left, have to show up for this game. Thoughts? Yeah. Thoughts? Um, do you want me to go off or do you want to go off, Bam? I think you should probably start this because I'm going to go for a while. Um, first off, the first goal, yes, Dwayne should have stepped up. Yes, you know, we, we could put it on him. But um, we've got kids in the car, turned down for a second. He's fucking 18. You know, in, he's in got a, a lot 80, to learn. 80,000-seat stadium. Yeah. He's got a lot to learn. You know, he's... he's Yes, you can put all on him. He's still got a lot of work to be done. But again, he's 18. It's... What were you doing 18? Yes, you were making dumb mistakes. He's making dumb mistakes. That's what we're all doing right now. What more can you say? Um, we could have done better in a lot other ways. Um, you know, near the end there where we could have had a the equalizer if 
to me, if he went for a header instead of a shot with his foot. But it is what it is. There's a lot more that we need to do off the field in training to get them back better to how they are. And that's all I got to say to it. Araceli, I'll, I'll throw it to you. I agree with Bam 100%. Duenas, yes, he is still a youngin, technically speaking. And look, it's clear and obvious the right back is not the best position for him because we have seen him game in and game out, deliver his best performance. He's one of those dynamic players that hopefully, you know, he does stay on the squad for a good period of time and continues to learn. Uh, but aside from that, the overall performance at the Rose Bowl, it was just, I, I, it's, it's kind of hard to put into words exactly the feeling watching that because we've already been through this for the last couple of weeks. We know we're in a bit of a slump. We keep saying, yes, it could be fatigue, but now it's kind of getting to that point of what is going on. Hopefully now, um, I believe it's like next week or in the next two weeks or so, the guys will finally have a break. Hopefully they can have a chance to um, get that rest that they need, especially for the second half of the season. But aside from that, it it was just one of those games that I know that we kind of mentioned briefly in the last episode that we really did not know what to expect, especially from the galaxy side of things. But overall, um, my only real two cents with it, and I know uh, Tony kind of mentioned this earlier, but the 3252 were very loud. I was very proud to hear that, and it was clear and obvious that Apple TV was doing everything they could to mim- minimize the audio. Where there were moments of like this weird audio mixing, so. I mean, hey, it is what it is at the end of the day, but regardless of their efforts, you could at least hear the 3252 loud and clear, and I was very glad to hear that at least. Without a doubt. Being there, knowing how it was, definitely we were we were there. LAFC faithful were there strong. Um, you know, if they have to mix the other side into relevance in the stands, so be it. Who cares? At the end of the day, for as much as we do, as much as we win in the stands, um, it needs to translate to something. And it's not doing that. And it, and, it, and we do everything we possibly can as supporters, as fans, supporting this team, buying all those jerseys. Like I said, this is one of those cases where it's like, I've never seen so much black and gold in my life in one place. It's just countless tents and all this stuff. And it's like that much passion, right? That much love for a team. Where's the payoff? Where's the team in this? What are they doing? Why do they not ever step up for these games? Because they don't. They simply don't. We've had one impressive match against those guys. The rest have been a slog struggle that shouldn't be one, that we create our problems for ourselves. It's getting old. Something has to give. You know? With Apoku leaving, I figured on that. I figured on maybe something even bigger because this is a team that hasn't won in what eleven or two wins in eleven games, right? And you're you're, you're tanking against a second to last place team. If tactics aren't going to shake that up, if coaching isn't going to shake that up, what does? And it's movement. Someone has to go, right? 
and it, it has to wake everybody else up like, oh, wait, I have a job to do here. We can't keep staring at the rings. We can't keep staring at the star. This, we're in now. The season is now. Um, and, and you're throwing it away against the rival. It can't keep happening unless you want to hand the keys over. I mean, that, that's where you're at at this point. You're now three games back in the rivalry where you should have evened it up this year. That's, that's the real world. You don't lose to a rival. Not like that. And we did. And we put, we put, our, we put our hopes at right back on a kid. Everybody's dogging him because of what happened in the game, but how many other instances were there where he wouldn't have to be that guy stuck in that moment where he should have had better support? On the Pooja goal, who else was closing with him to lock him up? Tillman, he was lagging it on the play. He was behind the play. All Pooja did was a straight run. Nothing creative, nothing crazy. He just made a run. Nobody had the wherewithal to even bump the guy. Clean run. Maybe if we had that midfielder that we've all cried for for like, what, two years, three years now? That dude would have been on his ass. Not a part of the play anyways. Take the yellow card, move on. But we don't have that guy because we're not looking for that guy. We need to buy another winger. It, it, it's, it's getting old. Um, throwing it out as well, I mean, Iliate to me was kind of the guy, right? He put the work in once he was out of the game. You could tell. He's ageless. Look at how his fight was in this game. What did he kiss? Did he show the back of his jersey? Hell no. He went up here. We need more of those guys. We need someone next to him that will fight with him. Again, changes have to happen at this point. You have to get better. This one ain't going to do it. Um, other tactics, you want to look at it again. We talked about Boyd. How many times did we talk about Boyd? I'll go to you, Bam. How many times in the last episode did we mention Boyd? Every and second word, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And nothing happens. They don't adjust. It's it's bizarre. So we're here, you know? Three games down now in the rivalry. We're losing the rivalry. It's that simple. Do something about it. Bring people that can do the job. I think that's essential at this point. The window is open. You have the opportunity. Get the job done. It's not like we're hurting for cash at this point. Let's show it. Let's be that big team. Simple. Anybody else want to throw in on this before we go down and talk about three stars and the next thing? I know. I know. Bam, anything else you want to add in? Mm. Nah, I think All right. get trenched to the three stars and go from there. <laughs> So to everyone yeah. that tweeted out the three stars, thank you for that. Um, for me, I'm going to go my one vote is McCarthy. Um, he had a good couple of saves that kept us in it for a long time, like, especially the first save that he did was just amazing. Two votes, uh, Tillman, you know, played a full 90, had the assist, went in well in the middle. And the three votes has to be Ilya. I'm sorry, but scoring the goal, doing all the hard work, and when he left something left out of the game too so for me Elia gets the three votes Araceli I'm gonna be a little biased here and give all my votes to Elia because to see him finally score a goal was just absolutely thrilling and I mean at this point he really deserves a lot of the credit there we go Tony 
Um, honestly, no stars. I like it. I like it. Um, I'll give my three stars to Ilya and nothing else. That's it. None of them earned it. And it's rare for me to even say in a rivalry match, if you lose, nobody should get any anyways. I'm with Tony on that. It's simple. Actually, I might want to take some stars away on a few players from this game. <laughs> again, that's where I'm at, guys. Um, again, I'm there. All right. Let's move it on to you guys. See where you guys are at on this one. Uh, we've got... Again, hot takes are highly encouraged, people. All the way to the top. We've got Jason Ariana says, keep the faith black and gold for life. Of course, of course. We fight for what we want. We fight for what's better. Cups are nice. As a rivalries, as long as you win them. Uh, Daniel Angel, was Carson fair in terms of the restrictions they put on our supporters? I know the line is always, we give them what they give us, but when one side going to be bigger and let things fully grow. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, I get it when you're in your home stadium. The Rose Bowl is a special place. Um, yeah, it was a small club from them to do what they did. Straight up. It's a different environment, a different, a different setup. It should have been treated differently. It should have been a proper celebration, but... Some people don't think very far. So, yeah. Uh, Marvin Chavez. They had their worst CB in Mavinga, and a fullback is a CB in Leardam. Insane, but didn't score more than one goal. That's on us. Finishing, finishing, finishing. And I was going to mention it, but I'll mention it now. We are the number one in the league at something. Is that fun? We're number one in the league at big chances missed. We have 31 big chances missed so far this season. It is number one in the entire league so congratulations for number one at something something that we have to talk about today uh anthony bermudez says names on number on number nines we should sign names i would say this hungry players we've never heard of before that become stars here tend to be the best thing we end up getting we didn't know bonga before this right we didn't know rosie that well before this vela one name we knew but uh, we, we do have a history. Dio, right? Um, Chicho is the big one. So I'm not sure who it's going to be, but I do have a feeling this one may be more recognizable if they pull it off. Miguel Campos. Uh, restrictions, sir. He says, why didn't we have any flags? Restrictions. Yeah, I know. Uh, Anthony Bermudez, we need a striker so bad. We need a striker. We need a defensive midfielder. We need an attacking midfielder. We need to change our approach and not stick to one thing every time. I think we're, yeah, we're there. Uh, something's got to give. Uh, Ox is on in the mix. Um, Miguel Campos says his name is Biasso. It is simple. Thank you, Giorgio, for that. Uh, Marchas is Boyd and Puj. Drunk on LAFC too. It was Duenas who dropped the ball. Still not impressed. Is Duenas playing out of position? It's not his natural role. If he plays his role, he's fine in this game. But again, it's a hard ask on an 18-year-old to all of a sudden switch positions. Why is that not an Acosta switch? Should have been a veteran back there. I don't get it. Exotic killer in the mix. Good to see you on here, man. Uh, Donnie on Hill, to be honest, where did we lose between the ears, mental, between the lines, tactical personnel, or between the rib cage, heart? I'm gonna go with uh, D, all of the above. What about you, Bam? 
all the above, and I'd say a lot of players between the ribcage. More, sadly. Sadly. Right? I. It's tough. Uh, Marvin Chavez says, still not impressed by Boyd and Pooch drinking on LAS. Oh, yeah. Uh, again, they are who they are, man. Um, they're still, even after this game, they're going to be fighting for this for the wooden spoon. Sadly, we helped them stay out of it for today, but they're still going to be fighting for the wooden spoon. Yes, um, Tony. Actually, they could probably come back. Um, so with everything that's going on in Miami, as you all know, them building their super team, I was curious to see what the band was for Carsonks to re to educate myself. It's only international signings yeah. that they can't bring in, right? Yeah. Miami's loading off Pizarro. Uh, 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 yeah, Pizarro. Yeah, they're dumping. They're dumping Pizarro, and they were shopping Joseph Martinez last time I heard. Exactly. They are domestic. They both have green cards. Yes. So that means Carson can, if they want to pick up some new players, since of they're missing a striker and a also add another piece to it, they can add them because they're domestic. True. True. But they also have a fine when it comes to Tam and, and Gam, don't they? That affected them. Yes. But we'll see. Just... I, they're going to come up with something, Tony. I think yeah. you're right. They're going to come up with something that's sh- shady and, and it'll happen. And, They'll conveniently get a player that somebody doesn't want because that's what they do. But I don't care about them. Even if they get a striker, we have no excuses because guess what? We have an open DP spot. That means you're not spending as much as you should, right? So, yeah, Uh, we should still do more. Ox says, still feel our team doesn't show up when it comes to these derby matches. Uh, Carson always comes out to play their hardest against us. They play as it for a freaking final, as every rivalry should. It's small time not to think that way. I don't care what city rivalry there is out there. In football, that's the one you treat the hardest of any match. You don't you don't fold, especially in your house. I still feel like one counted to two, you know. Um, yeah, I don't get it either, man. Uh, Ox says, we don't see that from our club. These games are, are, are as they claim important to them as it is to us. It means a lot more to us supporters and fans than it does to them, which is normal, right? It's, it's our home. Um, we want those colors represented. We need the fight. We need the fight. Uh, Julian Luna, watching Dola saying he's pissed too, but then saying that's how sports are. Yeah, I know. Uh, that only confirms what Bale said about MLS and I don't care if they lose. Ah, that's rough, man. Um, it's different, right? I mean, it's different. It's different. They have years, right? I think it's the years of, of animosity that we don't have quite yet. Um, it's pretty impressive that ours, even in the stands, is, is, is as hard as it is because it is a young rivalry still. But it is. Um, and you want it, you want it to match. We always will. Uh, Ox says it's always excuses after excuses from them. Always, we don't want any more excuses, especially against our main rival. I uh, can't lose these type of matches. Exactly. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Marvin says, uh, "How does Galaxy convince their players to go from chumps to Real Madrid uh, by telling them this is the one game they have to win?" 
threaten transfers, but they'd be nervous. How do they balance it? It's simple, man. They get it. They simply get it. They know that they're losing stock in this city. It's not a it's not a shock. You look around. You know, I was watching Channel 5 News the other day. Kid you not. They talked about our losing streak. Not in this game. It was the game before. Galaxy played that night against the Earthquakes. They didn't even mention the Galaxy on the news. They weren't even a part of the, the Sunday sport or the sports report. They didn't even get a mention on their score. They played the same day as us. They, they, know, they know they're falling into irrelevance. And they know the one team that's creating that for them. Right? We're the guy that took their, their thunder. So, of course, they're going to come at us. But we got to defend that 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 mantle, right? We're, if we're there, we got to fight and keep it. And we don't see it yet. We just don't see it yet. Marvin also says, LAC know it's must win. Get nervous and underperform. Galaxy don't. It's crazy. Yeah, I know. I know. We're there. Um, Velez is on. He says, LAC needs, to break, needs that break during the League's Cup to rest and regroup. The team will struggle these next three matches. We better beat St. Louis. That's going to be a hard one, guys. Not going to lie, which, of course, our boy Benjamin Verhin is coming to town because he works for the team now, so hopefully we'll be seeing him soon. I definitely will give the man a big hug when he gets to the stadium. Um, yeah, it, that's going to be a tough one. Uh, it will. It should be a tough one. Those guys are those guys are where they need to be. Um, overperforming, let's be honest, from where they're at, but they're doing the job. And they're building. They're actually adding players. Same as, same as Cincinnati. You're already seeing team stock. Now I'm just waiting for news from my boys. Yeah, we need we need something. We need we need a shot in the arm. That's for sure. All right, guys. I see the comments. Thank you, everybody. I know Oxy had a few more there. We'll catch you on the end. That's for sure. That's for sure. All right. Let's move on to the next part. Let's see. I think it is time for community news. Tony. So there's not much community news moving forward. Um, of course, the main one is the Moofacio futsal court needs still needs to be built. The donations need still need, need to be done. Um, you can do that at lafc.com slash Uh Donate whatever you can. It. I want this court to be built so we can honor our fallen brethren as well. So Besides that, as we know, we have a home game this weekend, so there are a couple tailgates already being announced. One is crew, um, and more to follow moving forward. We will post that on our socials when more are announced, but be prepared for a nice, fun time against San Jose before the game. So. Well, did you get... I feel like a no. cut off there. Sorry, man. No, All right, it. cool. <laughs> there we go um yes donate people there's i can't believe there's still scarves out there man it's, it's wild so thank you sir for bringing that up all right let's move on to the black and gold vinyl club minute and then we're going to go to lafc2 bam you have the floor sir black and gold vinyl club minute because i was going to give you guys a hairband and you don't need a hairband go man yeah I've decided to keep going with our um, sister cities for where we're about to go play and all that. So looking at the sister cities for San Jose, you know, you got a um, couple in India, Japan, um, one in Taiwan, Mexico. Oh, one in from Dublin, Ireland. Let's have a look at there. Now thinking back to the 90s, now 90s was a lot of interesting bands coming out of uh, 
islands like you had the all-female group bewitched you had uh westlife but i had to go with boyzone and their song no matter what because no matter what we'll always be here supporting the black and gold so for me it's got to be boyzone no matter what that was released in 1998 from the whistle down the wind album boy bands we went boy bands people this is where you brought us lafc we're going boy bands yeah man we need help not gonna lie i was gonna give you guys poison i was just gonna get that bad so see where we're at give us something to, to sing about even more this weekend and celebrate the next week and we'll get you more music and better music good stuff bam he went with the deep cuts dig that all right let's move it on to lafc2 update araceli how are things in the world of lafc2 things aren't looking too great for lafc2 unfortunately so i have it's more of a re- of a reminder and a little bit of a mid-season update the quick reminder lafc2 are back home this weekend in fullerton as they will host the quakes 2 on sunday at 5 p.m pacific time if you're unable to make the match, it will be streamed on Apple TV. And a little bit of a uh, mid-season update, since we are already at the halfway point of the season. I know. Can you believe it? Next Pro is a very short season. So to think we're at that halfway point, it's just crazy. But the boys are unfortunately still in last place with eight points. And they have a record of 1-8-5. and five. So hopefully they can end the season on a good note, but I don't know. It's looking a little unlikely, unfortunately. So let's double to our there. wins. <laughs> double our wins, people. <laughs> and on that note, I'm actually going to go ahead and hop off because I, to be honest, I am very tired and I have a very long weekend ahead of me. So as always, it's good to chat with you guys. <laughs> Thank you, Araceli. Always put in late night. Always putting in the work. You're rocking it. Keep it up. We're we're beyond proud of you. So definitely (laughs) go take care of business. Have a good weekend. And we'll see you next week. Okay. Oh, for sure. Because I still have good news I need to share with everybody. So I I know I'm leaving you all on a cliffhanger. So I'll see you guys next week. (laughs) Awesome. Take care, Araceli. There we go, Araceli, off to work, mm-hmm. making it happen. All right. So uh, that being said, we are going to move on, Tony. Yes. Before we get into the game, we have to pay our respects to uh, Apoku, like I mentioned before. Um, as you all have heard yesterday, um, Apoku has been sold to uh, Montreal. For a t- some total of 1.5 GAN, if I remember right, million. 1.6. off by a thousand, but a thousand makes a big <laughs> difference. So Opoku has been sent to Montreal for that much money, and also we also get an international spot back. So um, it's sad to see him go. He was one of those sleeper agents. That we didn't have, that we didn't know what we had until um, COVID hit, and everything he's done since then, of course, has been great. Um, he kind of tailed off near the end of his LAFC career a little bit. Just, 
I don't know what it, what just happened, but he was still putting up numbers, still trying to do what he can. So I will thank him for everything he has done um, and wish him the best of luck moving forward with his career. As Tony said, he was putting in the work. Uh, no doubt about it. Could we have done? Could he have done better? Of course, right? Every striker, you can say that. Um, but when he'd come in as a super sub, he did pretty darn good. There were moments where he really stood out. Lots of ups and downs. But again, he was the third guy. Let's be honest, the third strongest player we had up top at this point of the season. Um, trusted to do his job week in and week out. More of a support for the others. But he did the work. And you could never fault him for his effort, ever, ever. There's others you definitely can. He wasn't that guy. Um, and because of the heart and soul mindset that he always provided, the professionalism that he always provided, we we're going to miss him big time. But uh, with one caveat, this is professional sports, right? He's probably going to get more minutes where he's going in Montreal. So for him, at the end of the day, it'll probably be a good move. It will also be probably a good move for us because this is building to something else. Again, you can't you can't make big moves without losing players in the process. You, to make an improvement, someone has to be replaced, right? Something's got to give. Apoku is that first, the first domino, right? What else is going to fall before we get the move that we need? Um, I can't help but to think there's others that are going to move too before we hear about the good news. Uh, Bam, what are you what are you thinking? Um, I'm going to miss him. I'm definitely going to miss him. He he was the how do I say? It? He was the new Latif. Always had a smile. Always ran. Always did everything he could for us. He, you know, um, it, the relationship between him and Acosta was great to see flourish. You know the mm -hmm. the uncle nephew relationship. Um, the video they put out <laughs> it. The video they put out, like, I mean, I got a bit teary with the how Costa was, was explaining it and all that. And I am going to miss him at the team. I just hope that he gets the game time he needs and I can see a nice move overseas for him. Now, at the moment, I think it would be like a Premier League move, but it could be a um, League One championship move, something like that. And I reckon that's where he'll do well. And when he's winding down his career, he's always welcome back in the black and gold. Yeah, his trajectory is still going up. That that's that's for sure. I know we were talking off air about how we were surprised that his move was was within MLS. We thought maybe something else was coming, and I mentioned it's kind of like how when Colorado sent us Acosta, MLS is one of these weird leagues where you actually get more by keeping a guy domestic than you do sending him off, because so much gets siphoned away in the transfer funds that it's not that big of a deal for you. In this case, it was better to move him in. Because we need to free up space. And correct me if I'm wrong, he does fill international slot, correct? Am I wrong on this? I believe he still did international spot, which is surprising because we get, because with the deal, it was they get Mahala, we get 1.65 plus uh, 100,000 next year. And then there was also a second deal where we give him 100,000 next year. So that cancels each other out but they give us a international spot for the rest of this year. So that's two internationals that we can potentially pick up. With one and there's two big And there's two big positions we know we need to fill. And they're not going to be mm -hmm. domestic. 
two people. Again, things cost, things hurt, right? In the short term. But you can't help but feel like, again, JT doing some slick stuff. Let's just hope he doesn't want to sit on like some winger, right? Um, yeah, we'll see what he does. But he, he just definitely opened things up. Also, we have the whole young DP situation too, right? Because if, if certain players move, then we have to fill that. So we could see some good shuffling here in the next couple of weeks. Um, let's let's hope so. Again, we need some people to not feel so comfortable in their positions right now. Definitely. And you you know, also at the same time though, you can use the gam to buy down DP spots, salaries. Mm-hmm. Maybe go after somebody that might be available because their team needs to move people to do their own little show. You never know. You never know. And sometimes I will just throw this out there. Sometimes there's rumors about certain teams that they mention those teams, but maybe those names weren't meant for those teams. I mean, it could could be something like that. Um, but whenever you hear a big name, always just assume that somehow, some way, we're never out of the picture. <laughs> Ever. Definitely. Right? <laughs> You, you guys look at now. At the moment, Inter Miami is the buzz team, so everyone's being linked to Inter Miami. And, and I can't help but think that any of those names, any of those names, could be us too. It's just like in the early days when it was always about Galaxy getting in the rumors, but it was actually us. You, you can't help but feel that we are who we are, right? The the the, the aura is still there. A losing streak doesn't kill that. So. I don't think we're done. We're just getting started, let's be honest. The moves are here. The money's here. The pot is right. Place your bets, people. Here we go. Uh, all right. So, <sighs> do we want to talk about more transfer stuff? We want to get into this match because we got one coming and it's coming big. And, and you know, we, we, took a, we took a hit for the city. Um, now the state's on the line, too. I know, that didn't take long. And uh, you don't want to be the third fiddle in the state rivalry either. Just saying. And it, it's getting real. So, all right, let's jump right into it. And, of course, at the end, guys, you guys have some uh, names you want to throw out there and talk about a few rumors. Please do. We'll have fun with that one. That is for sure. Uh, all right. So, LAC versus Earthquakes playing this weekend, Saturday, 7.30 p.m. kickoff. They're coming into this game with a 7-7-7 record. Isn't that interesting as we sit with a 9-5-6 record? Yeah, uh, weird times for us. Rivalry, of course, is not one that's completely pulled away, is it, Tony? It's still tighter than you'd expect. Yes, the rivalry is us nine wins, zero draws, and six wins for them. How do you go that many games without a draw? Isn't that weird? It's odd. Hey. No draws. Yeah. Not really. Inter Miami had their first draw this season just last weekend. Like ever, ever? For for this season, their first draw was last weekend. So, yeah, it's again weird. Just weird. But for us in this rivalry and the back and forth between them, um, yeah, it comes off strange. Now, uh, how's the run of form for, for uh, the Earthquakes, Tony? So, since the last time we saw them, um, they are one win, two losses, and two ties. They um, squeak a tie off against Carson, 2-2. Lost against uh, St. Louis, uh, 1-2. Lost against Houston Dynamo, 4-1. Tied against Portland, and one against Philadelphia Union at 2-1. Do you notice the teams that they're getting points off of? Mm -hmm. They're not pushovers, people. 
They are not pushovers. Yes, they haven't won in four games, but their last one is against Philly, guys. I'm sorry, but last time I checked, Philly is still they're still the Philadelphia Union. Um, and only losing by a goal to St. Louis. Yeah, this is not an easy team. We already know this, right? They've already burned us this year. Um, they've already been trouble for us. So we we know. We know better. We know what they can do. Um, it's never going to be easy against these guys. Now, looking at the standings, like I said, they're 7-7-7. Seven, seven, and seven. Uh, What does that mean for them? Well, they're in sixth place. Simple. Uh, in terms of the points, they've got 28, and uh, we have 32. Not a huge span apart right there, guys. It's not at all. Uh, so yeah, not too far away from us. It's reality. Um, we, we got the gut check. They've had theirs. Interesting stat that I, I, I thought was interesting. I did tell you guys about our big chances missed. Well, guess who gives out the most ex expected goals in the league? Oh yeah. The San Jose earthquakes. Their defense has never been good. Um, it's always been funky. Uh, they, their expected goals against so far is 32.7. Um, but their actual goals against are 28. So, yeah, uh, they give up some opportunities. If you take advantage of it, you can smoke these dudes. They've had a few games where we've allowed four. Yeah, um, they don't always travel well. Uh, so this is a chance for us. As long as we can make our chances, we'll have, a, we'll have an opportunity. Now, Tony, who's standing out so far for them this year? So um, the usual suspects against us. And, of course, they are missing one piece of their puzzle because of international duty. And so are we defensive wise but it is uh espinoza and the our side our thorn in our side uh ebosie uh ebosie yeah oh, jeremy ebosie um Richard could you imagine okay. him wearing black and gold i'm just gonna throw it i know it's not gonna happen but just having him out there with what we already have yeah, i know he hurts us mm -hmm. i get it um quality player that's for sure but christian espinoza is having one hell of a year isn't he uh what nine goals and six assists in only 21 games yeah talk about an all-around performance right i mean dang he's just two away from uh Boanga for golden yeah. boot and of course uh nashville is leading that as you know oh yeah honey right uh it, it's wild i mean give him credit for what he's got with the team around the other guys of course that stand out to me of course would be uh uh Jamiro montero uh trauco jackson yule who thank goodness won't be playing against us because he went to the gold cup um but they do have they do have some guys that can burn you uh they have some opportunities they have creators on this team um now jackson yule is not the only guy missing right bam there's there's a couple others yeah, you've got um, Cade Cowell out on his national duty, uh, Nathan out with ACL, and Baldessamo out with an upper body. Questionable was Montiero, so we'll see how he if he comes back or not. Um, so that's who's missing at the moment. Um, also, at the same time, you'll they've got him listed missing this game with yellow cards. Yeah, so he's missing on cards, and he got pulled for the Gold Cup. Double, double out. Two negatives are not going to equal positive here, guys. He's, he's out. You don't have to worry about him. Um, our side, though, we still missing some soldiers, aren't we? Yeah. So um, obviously, Long still in central duty. Max obviously out. Um, and we also got Plenty. I'm really listed as out as well due to injuries. So 
you know, we'll see what happens there. But our good friend Vince mentioned somebody's back. One of your favorites all time, right, Bam? Definitely. Um, am I happy to see him back? Yes. Am I sad to see him back? Yes. It's one of the things where it's, you know, it's I'm I'm sad to see him back, but I'm also at the, at the moment I'm very happy to see him back, and that is obviously Mamadou Mbeke four. Always fun to watch. Finally, we have a threat on headers again. What corner kicks just became dangerous and in, in overnight? Yeah, they did. That's what he does. Jumps higher than anyone I've ever seen in a in a soccer uniform. Um, we got you know this this is critical, and I'll just I know he hasn't been with us for a long time, but. We're dying at center back right now, especially with Long being away and Maria being hurt. Like you can tell, we're 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 dying right there. Um, they get him back in, and also knowing that he could also play right back as needed. I mean, we're not throwing eighteen-year-old into the mix. No, we have another youngster that actually can play the position that we can throw into the mix. So it's an instant upgrade for us. Uh, thank goodness he's back again. I'm with you. I'm sad that he didn't get the move that he needed, but hey. You know what? He wears black and gold. Black and gold pays the paychecks. Um, rather have, rather pay him to be with us than someone else. So I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Um, I, I'm excited. Uh, do you think he's going to get right into the lineup or, or they'll give him his, his moment later in the match? I think he'll, he'll be on the bench. Um, I think obviously we, for us, it'll be a Kalini, um, Maldonado starting to mit- start there in center back, right back to the same thing because we don't have a choice. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, uh, we're there, we're there. All right, um, beyond our lineup, I know we'll get a little bit further in depth with that. Let's talk about their lineup and what to expect. Here's the thing about San Jose, they're consistent. Like, they are consistent, and it is a lineup that we do not like to play against. It is a setup that we do not like to play against. They like to play the 4-2-3-1, right? Double double deep midfielders. Neutralize your midfield. Overwhelm the midfield. This is what they do. Uh, the last match out, of course, uh, their back line was Mensa and Rodriguez. They had Trauco on the left and Acapo on the right. Uh, Yule and Greso were their defensive midfielders. Uh, Sarkis was their playmaker with Skahan and Espinosa as, as your outside mids who like to do this. They switch. Yeah, I know as needed when they see the weaknesses, they tend to move Espinosa into the weak spot. Um, and then Ebobisele was up top game before that. Here's a shock. Ebobisele was up top. In this case, Montero was, was healthy, but he had to be taken out from this one. Um, was their playmaker with Espinosa and, Oh, yeah, Skahan. And then it was Yul Greso as your defensive midfielders with Mensa Rodriguez as a center back, Trauco and Acapo as right back. And, of course, um, goalkeeping situation is Daniel. So right now looking at this, there is one massive hole in their lineup, potentially two if Montero can't play. But with Montero and Yule out, that does give us an opening in the midfield because their consistent players will not be there or might not be there. Of course, Sarkis, you would expect him to be the guy, right, to be in central mid if that's the case. But who replaces Yule? I think that is the hardest question is what what happens in that case because he is so consistent as that guy. Um, I'm going to go to you, Bam, because I'm I'm looking at it going, is it going to be Buddha that goes in? Um, yeah, this is a tough one. What are you thinking? Um, I'm going to say it's either going to be Buddha or Thompson. 
Thompson did come on off the bench last game for him. So and same did Buddha. Buddha only played the last um, what twelve minutes of the game. Yeah. So I'm leaning more towards Buddha, but don't be surprised if Thompson gets a shot. And Thompson can play high as well as a playmaker. So yeah, Thompson's got the experience too. So I think he might be the winner in this moment. But again, don't be surprised if it's Buddha. Uh, but again, for them, Thompson's not that bad of a drop off. Buddha's more of the mystery man, right? In both cases, though, they're pretty solid in the midfield. It's the back line that gets a little a little weird, right? With Rodriguez and Mensa and and the outside back situation. It's it's not the greatest, and you can really take advantage of it if you can go get around them. And that's the thing. If we get out wide and bring the ball back in again, we'll find a way. We just have to get on the right side of those crosses and finish it. Having Fall find his way at some point in this game for a corner kick would be a great time to beat them on a dead ball. Um, but they're they're susceptible to that. Just like we seem to be susceptible to dead balls. I know. Ah, the things we run into right now. Uh, our side, I think, is the bigger story. What are we going to throw in the lineup? It's tough right now. We know the situation with injuries. But again, people are now coming back. We're getting players back from injury. We know the center back situation is not ideal. The right back situation is not ideal. And of course, teams are built out of the back. At least the ones that win. So I look at you guys, and I'm going to go to you, Tony, first. What's our back four going to look like to you? Um, since Palacios is back, of course, he goes left. Yeah. I'll put Chilini, Maldonado, of course, because you have to, because that's the only thing we have left. And on the right, fall. He's right into the start, no time well, together. Because he hasn't, because he's been here. Like you said, he was yeah. at the last home game, so he's been training, getting used to everything that's been going on. So at this point, why not? He's had the time off. He has well rested legs. He's not jet lagged. Might as well, if the team announces him tomorrow, then start him the next day. <laughs> shock the world, running. Not that much of a shock, but it'd be a fun shock to have. That'd be great. Um, I'll go back to you, Bam. You're right back. Is it going to be Hollingshead or is it going to be Fall? What are you thinking? Um, I'm going to start with Hollingshead. Um, and then Fall will come in for Kalini at halftime, I'm going to say. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, I think Hollingshead's just – he's got that spot locked down. That's where he needs to be. Um, he's good in that position. Fall, for me, is more coming in as a centre-back than anything. And yeah. – I don't know. Do we have to announce fall back, or just, can we just announce him on the team sheet? Because he's, he's on, our player. We, we loaned him. Yeah, transfer window's done. It's open. Yeah. Loan ended. Loan ended. He's ours. There's no paperwork to deal with. He's he's our guy that we had on loan. Yeah, simple enough. Simple enough. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if he... I think he's going to get into the game, but I'm with you. It's either going to be a Chiellini replacement or a Maldonado replacement since that guy has been run into the ground this season. Um, he looks tired, Maldonado. He looks tired. I feel bad for the guy. He just doesn't get any break. Um, and it shows, right? It's tough. Uh, unless they go crazy with a five-man mid. Don't do that. Don't do that. Um, all right, let's go back to midfield. Um, I yeah it's tough i mean look these guys have been sitting for a while so i can't expect i mean, i do expect them to be right in the lineup again i mean acosta and tillman are we in agreement those guys are right back in the lineup again i'll go to you bam first 
Uh, Acosta, yes. Um, I'm going to say Ilya and as a farewell, Sifu. If he's still here. <laughs> if he's still if here, he's it's going to be his farewell game at home. Man, it'd be wild. He almost had a moment for us in this last one. So, uh, all right. Tony, your midfield? Um, Acosta, yes. Tillman and Duenas. Sanchez rests. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I'm just going to go Sanchez, Tillman, Acosta. Go right for it. These guys need to play. Simple. Um, they need to get back into it. And they need to start moving. So top line is their big story. Of course, Opoku is gone, so obvious changes are needed. You have Vela, Boango available. You have Bogush. You have Buke. You have Ordas. Um, Tony, who are your three? Uh, Vela, Boango, and... I'm going to go Ordas. Ooh, Ordas. Uh, Bam? Why just saw Ordas from me, Tony? That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> Why did I have to say Ordas? <laughs> All right, there you go. Are you saying Ordas gets the start here, man? Yep, yep. I'm going to Ordas. I'm going to throw, throw it up there. Or I think Ordas deserves a shot. If he gets one, he gets two. He's mm-hmm. one of those guys, right? He just needs to. He needs to break the duck. The minute he breaks the duck, you know he's going to go on a streak. Um. I honestly do think it's going to be Vela, Buanga, and Buke. Um, real talk. I mean, he set us up with the draw at the minimum, and Buanga didn't get the job done. Uh, he's been doing that lately with some pretty good whipped passes. He has been doing minor improvement. I think he gets this one. I do. I do. Um, Bogush, I could see him as a sub for midfield this time around. Just thinking thinking it through but uh, all right there's our potential lineups which brings us back to our own supporters and where their heads are at on all this i guess it's time for comments right right let's see where you guys are at on this thing uh all right i'm gonna go way way back way back we've got (laughs) ox want to throw a song out there should have gone with bon jovi you give love a bad name oof um mg says we need some transfers fresh legs will be good we got dave gomez my two cents we have to win this weekend we need an instant impact signings with mahala cash international roster spot lafc por vida david day eighty two thousand one hundred and ten. what a night majority was lafc too which made it even better on the night real talk uh, Julian, Julian Luna, that's right, Joseph. You know something. I know nothing. Um, yeah, them be the days, people. Um, Michael, not Mike 805 says transactions. Hmm, fall, Cuadrado, Martinez, a young DP midfielder after seafood transfers or get traded. The world is ours, people. The world is ours. The money's right. Uh, MG says Rose Bowl was a great atmosphere and I'll probably go every game we play there. Well, I think the next one, next big one's going to be us hosting it next year. We get that third game. Um, the question is, is it so far? Is it the Coliseum? Hey, nobody goes to the Coliseum anymore for, for soccer matches. It seems so. Um, it's going to be so far. I'm going to bet if I put money down, we're going to so far. 
Um, they need to get that place ready for the World Cup. So it just makes perfect sense to go to SoFi. And, of course, it's nice and closed in and loud and nuts. And they can't audio edit that. The roof won't let the sound out. So it will be deafening and I will love every minute of it. And we will freaking win that game because, dude, we'll get it right. We'll get it right. Um, all right, Ox says we need this win. You know, there's another name. I don't think I mentioned him on this one, but I will now. His name is Eddie Segura. And Eddie Segura has not been under contract. But if you follow him, he's been in town all year. He hasn't retired from football. What? And we just opened up two slots. What are the chances this dude walks through the front door on Saturday? Just throwing it out there. Bam, what do you think? Uh, has he been training? That's the thing. Has he been well enough to train, right? Because of yeah. the surgery. That's a, yeah. Look, I, I've, if he's willing to come back on a, uh, I wouldn't say minimum, but a average contract salary, then yeah, I'll take him back. Um, I think, but I don't know. The thing is, has he been well enough to train? Has he been staying in shape? Yeah. I mean, again, I think he has been from what I've seen. Um, yeah, I think it's kind of the best kept, the worst kept secret. Like how is he not coming back to us? It's just now formality at this point. Um, you know, good on him for not counting against our roster, but How's the window, man? I can't help but think he's walking through the door. Um, it just it makes sense, and he's an instant like if he's healthy, he's all star level, right? And doesn't cost a whole lot. So I can't help but feel like there's something, there's something surprise, something that we've got hidden away in this one. Um, and and we we could see him come in. So I can dream, right? I can dream that it works itself out and he's healthy and we get the magic of of a solid, solid backline if those two make it back, right? Fall in Segura, yeah. I mean, that's instant. That's instant fix. So we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, bring it. All right, guys. Thank you for the comments. Looking good. Tony, what you got, man? Oh, you want to add in? Oh, there's just a couple of new comments that came in from Q and Ox. Ah, right on, right on. Let's do this. So uh, Q says... Love you, Q, man. Putting some passion in. I love that at the, at the Rose Bowl, dude. Um, says, what's up, guys? Seems like what I thought would ha what happened happened. Took advantage of the weak spot in our defense. It's, it's dead obvious, isn't it? Makes you wonder why we couldn't spend those money on guys like Escobar that could have been there in this game, right? Um, dang, right? Just saying. Instead, we needed a winger that was a project winger, I guess, than an actual defender that is known. Just saying money money according back i know but i don't care um i do care that's why i say it we screwed up um ox funny how they tried so hard to drown out lac chance on the tv still couldn't do it um that's how we were we were no one to mess with in the stands we won it in the stands that battle is over it's dead they can try they can flail they can go crazy they can do whatever they can white out i don't care the battle's over as long as we keep up our consistency we do us, do best at us. That's not a conversation piece anymore. We are who we are. Follow through, and we'll maintain that. Now it's on the field. 
That's the only thing that we have to settle. It's on the field. Do the job. Pay off for the work that we put in, right? We give them all that we do week in and week out. Now they need to they need to pay us back in that on the field in these rivalry matches. All right, there we go. Final two comments. You know what that means, guys. We're wrapping this bad boy up. It is that time. It is that time for final thoughts. Yep, we are here. Um, Bam, I we've missed you for a few, so I'm gonna I'm gonna fire right at you first, sir. Go for it, man. Your final thoughts. Final thoughts. Uh, it's good to be back after missing a couple of episodes. Um, thanks to everyone that's reached out um, during my, when I haven't been here. Um, it does mean a lot. Um, as I've always said, mental health is major. Phone call can save a life. A text message can save a life. A tweet, a thread, a Facebook message, anything, all that can save a life. So reach out to your friends and families. Um, Tony, you're right. <laughs> you've frozen right there no I thought, did you say thread yeah oh, okay that's what i was like did you say oh. thread? yes 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 oh. um all that you know on all social medias reach out to your friends and family all that kind of stuff um what was i going to say i hope that jt makes some early transfer window signings i don't want us to wait till deadline day to make transfers because we obviously need players now and getting them in having some training under their belts before league's cup can help so jt windows open checkbook opens you know how we go we trust you let's get some deals done lafc is on the clock yeah without a doubt without a doubt well said, sir. Uh, yeah, he's talking thread. It's still the social media name is weird, but we are on thread, guys. Threads, whatever. I was trying to come up with a dad joke to bring in thread the needle, but I just, it's too bad. So I just let it go. Um, again, we haven't got the bad terms for thread, right? Because Twitter, there's a million things. You say things for different things, but thread, it's like bland right now. There's no weird terms for anything. So get on front of that one, guys. But we're there. So definitely add us if you can follow us i think you guys already do uh so we love you all for that uh we'll still be on twitter we're not abandoning any social media we have fun on all of them it's okay um we'll be there we're not going away anytime soon uh we're kind of the old guard at this point so yeah there we go um tony thoughts, um final thoughts is be safe out there um you never know what can happen and what um what will happen so make sure you spend every day with your loved ones spend every day to start something that you want to do because you never know how much time you have in this life uh because you know that's how it is it's all it's like is just to start it and that's pretty much what you have to do is just start it and move forward with it um with that being said also with this saturday it will be a hot one so Drink responsibility, responsible, uh, <laughs> and um, make sure you drink a lot of water. Make sure you don't overdrink. Um, if you do need to, um, kind of sober up a little bit or kind of can't handle, just you know, sugar and soda helps the body kind of just just be a little bit quicker, and of course, water as well. So make sure you do that, and of course, you know, go full ninety. I know. We just are coming from a hard loss, but that doesn't mean we 
are have given up hope on our team. At the end of the day, we are here true and true, through good, through bad. We are here to support the team and show them that we still have their backs no matter what. Um, but yeah, that is my final say. Well said, sir. Yes, definitely watching out for yourself as the ultimate and staying golden. Last time I checked, uh, Tony is on point, everybody. Um, shout out to Tony, of course, for doing what he did in the stands in the Pasadena North End, um, getting it done. And everyone else that, that put in the work on the day to get things across the line, keep people safe um, and keep people moving. It was good on the day. That's for sure. Again, 3252, you did us proud. Supporters, you did us proud on the day. Let's keep just keep that momentum going uh, into this game. They need our help more than ever. You know, when the times are harder, that's when you sing even more. This is where we're at right now. You know, some of us who have a long history in this sport, uh, remember years of supporting teams that couldn't get a single winning season, and we just got stronger every year. And we grew every year, even when times were bad. Because that's what supporters do. And las buenas y las malas, as they always say. That's life, man. That's how it works. That's the supporter life. Not many get to win. One gets to win. Everyone else is disappointed every year, except for that one team that gets it. So that's our sport. You know that. It comes with the territory. So we come back hard. We go after San Jose. We take it on those dudes. We get ready for St. Louis. Beat those dudes up, too. Get a much-needed minor rest. Get adjusted to new players coming in, hopefully coming in. Um, and uh, we go stronger for the real second half of the season and take the things we should be winning anyway. So let's do it. Let's make it happen. All right, guys. Thank you once again for your support week in and week out. Y'all are the best fans in MLS, best fans I've ever supported with. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. And on that note, the final word of the day. Bam. Stay golden. Tony. Stay golden, Los Angeles. And from me to you, stay golden, Los Angeles. For listening to the Heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder, the black and gold is taking over. <laughs>